This is CliffCentral.com. Sean Buchanan is a paramedic. You know how uh, paramedics do some of the most impossibly difficult jobs in South Africa. They have to deal with really, really complex situations, difficulty, trauma, ugliness, uh, accidents late, late at night, early in the morning. It's not one of the easiest jobs by a long stretch. And um, also a clinical researcher, he's going to be joining us in studio to tell us what that job involves. There are obviously many more like Sean who do terrific work all across South Africa every day without expecting a thank you, without necessarily getting any special attention because the people they're dealing with are often traumatized, so they don't uh, they don't get to see them at their best. And maybe they don't even hear from them afterwards because how would you know how to get hold of the people who help you at the scene of something really, really difficult? And Nicolene who's been with us many times. Are you, uh, are you excited about today, Mandela Day? Yes, very. It's turning out bigger and better each year. Now, I know what Headway's done for you, and we've spoken about your story yes. a couple of times, yes. and I know that you've continued to be a supporter of Headway long after you needed to be going there all the time. Yes. And you and I have both been at all the events, and we've, we've been long-time supporters because we know how much good they do. Mm-hmm. But the people who are behind the scenes... Um, you know, we've got the occupational therapists, we've got the people who counsel the families, we've got people who do lots of really good work. But we often don't pay attention to the people who are there at the moment that some of these brain, brain injuries happen, right? Yes. And these are the people who we are paying tribute to today. Exactly. Headway does something special every year, mm-hmm. and they do it for the paramedics, they do yes. it for the first responders. Yes. Look, I brought you something. This is the invitation. Okay, so it's Headway Heroes, yes, and it's all hashtagged, so you can put this all over social media, right? Yeah, yeah. So hashtag Headway Heroes. First responders, Headway Gauteng invites you to join us for Mandela Day in honoring the EMS community. That's Emergency Medical Services Community. And they're doing this at Headway Hyde Park and at Headway in in Soweto. And you can stop by either of those branches for something to eat and drink if you are one of the Emergency Medical Services personnel. Um there are thank you packs that have been prepared. Yes, I brought you one. Oh. It's got a little note on there as well. That's so sweet. That's um it says here, it's been nine years since I had my car accident. So this is from you. Yeah. Personally. Yes. It's been nine years since I had my car accident. I still don't know what happened. What I do know is that God saved my life and that he uses people as his instruments. The very first people who helped me, who pulled me from death's grip were paramedics. Angels whose faces I never saw but never got to thank. Now on a day where we can give back to the community, we at Headway, where all of us have had dealings with paramedics and EMS in whichever way, say thank you to the people who save lives daily. We salute you. Keep on saving lives. May you all be blessed and protected every day in the field. Wow, Sean. Um, do you guys get a lot of thank yous? We, we don't, but not because I don't think people are thankful, but just because of the way the system works. We, we're shift workers, so often we switching from days to nights, switching areas, so you don't often get to follow up on the patients that you take through as much as we'd like to. You know, it really is difficult work that you do, and uh, I don't suppose that, that you guys really are paying attention to the identities of the people that you're trying to help. Very often you're, you're doing, you know, it's triage. You kind of have to prioritize what you can do, where you can do it, how much good you can do. Um, and sometimes in these circumstances, it's not even clear what's going on. Yeah, there's, often these scenes can be very confusing and you're not always sure about what you're looking at um, because it's very early on. We often get to scenes within a few minutes of an accident and you're not sure what you're seeing at the time. It often takes many hours to figure out what's wrong with the patient. 
Uh, from our perspective, though, we're very interested in the humanity mm. behind what we do, although we don't often get to deal with it because of the short interaction we have with our patients. But f- hearing later about how it turned out or what people are up to later, I mean, many of my fondest memories of what I do is of meeting my patients later on, months later, or even seeing them in the hospital when they're getting discharged and things like that. That's I suppose a, a few of them would want to track you down, right, and, and say thank you personally. So it does so. happen. Yeah, it definitely does happen. Absolutely. So when did you decide that this was the kind of thing you wanted to do? It's not an easy choice to decide to become a paramedic. No, it's not. Um, but I think, unlike a lot of professions, I think you either are or you aren't. Some people like the idea of it and they try it out and they don't like it. Other people kind of land up there without any thinking about doing anything else. I know I started when I was still in school. Wow. So it was a volunteering thing. Yeah. Yeah, so I started with the first because the way I trained was through short courses over many years. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, I did my first course when I was still in matric. I know a few people who've done the same thing, and and they say that it's it 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 really does, you know, teach you first of all the value of life, mm. and second of all, it gives you an opportunity to give back. Absolutely. Which is something you do every day, um, but it's stressful, man. It. I think everything's stressful. Uh, yeah, no matter there's what levels of stress. Is. I mean, you know. <laughs> Yeah, Darren and I have a bad day at the office. It's not like uh, people are going to die. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. You know, uh, no, it is. It is stressful, and I think Nicolene, you don't. You, you know what I'm talking no, about, right? Completely. We're not in the stre- same stress every day. And I know you don't like a lot of stress. Yeah, I, I understand. Sadly, yeah. I know you can't deal with a lot of stress. Neither can I, mm-hmm. for very different reasons. But you know, yeah. It's a, it, this guy's dealing with like, uh, if he does something wrong, it could cost lives. I know. And what's amazing to me is that you can. Um, leave it at the end of the day and go home and live a normal life. Yeah. How do you separate them? It's a good question. You can't separate it. It's a lifestyle. You can't (sighs) separate it. It's a lifestyle, Uh, man. It's an identity, I think. Um, I mean, my son told me the other day that I'm basically a low-class doctor. That, that's his impression. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not a very nice thing for him to say. You can bring him in here and I'll lecture him a little bit. <laughs> I don't think he has the same definition of low class that we do, but um, certainly it is just part of your identity. It's who so you are. How does it work? You said you're a shift worker, which means, I mean, a lot of paramedics are. So that means you've got, what, six hours on call? Twelve. Twelve hours on call. That's a, long, that's a yeah. long go. Yeah, so it's usually most of the guys work about four to five shifts a week. Yeah. Um, what is the majority of that? On the road. Of, so it's road accidents. Road accidents. Um, not a lot of our road accidents are very severe, but you do get the occasional one. Um, I also do a bit of clinical research, and mm-hmm. on the head injured patients, the majority of of our of our severe head injured patients are coming from car accidents, falls off buildings or of ladders, that kind of thing, and then uh, pedestrians who've been hit by cars. Yeah, what's the what's the incidence of head injuries in these situations? Um, it's difficult to say exactly because it's not a reportable incident, mm. uh, but it's probably on the order of about thirty percent of our patient load that we see by the time we get to casualty. It's about thirty percent, and, and that's what you you least want because it's the least repairable part of it's the very human difficult, body, right? Yeah. So we talk about uh, what's called a primary head injury and a secondary head injury. The mm. primary head injury is what happened to you when the vehicle hit you in the head. 
there's nothing we can do about what's happened there. Yeah. The secondary head injury is kind of like if you think about the swelling you get after you've twisted your ankle, yes. that's happening in the brain. And right. we try and do whatever we can to prevent that or to reduce how much that's the only part that we can really have an effect on. I met these two guys in, in London a couple of days ago, and they, they've got this business which involves – um, it's a medical business and they're trying to create a, a, a sort of response to head injuries in, 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 in accident situations where, where they cool the brain very quickly, immediately. Um, they, they will provide the equipment that's required to make the brain really, really cold, really, really fast because they found that that has a profoundly useful effect on not spreading the injury exactly right. and of containing the uh, the amount of damage that can be done and also then helping the brain to to come back to normal far sooner that's right so it's the same principle that we'll use if you sprain your ankle or if you go into cardiac arrest will also cool what's it, and it definitely is that an inflammation thing it's kind of an inflammation response but it's also about reducing how much energy the brain needs okay so the less energy it needs the less oxygen it needs the slower it'll heal without having any of the the side effects of that swelling and that um Demand for energy the, the problem with it at the moment Is that the animal studies are great And they show that it works We haven't seen any good results in humans yet But that might just be because There's only a certain group of patients who it works for Right, and we obviously haven't done all the research yet yeah, around no, it's that, very early we're, we're starting to do it There are a whole lot of other people here from Headway And from um, the paramedic community too So let's just say hi to everybody out there for a second Um Hey everybody, come up to the microphone so we can uh, we can talk to you guys. Who have we got here? Say hello. Hi, I'm Roseanne. I'm part hey, of Headway. Hey Roseanne, I, I, we've met before yes, too. Yes, we have. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing? Well, thank good. You. Are you guys all ready for today? You got all these first responders popping by? Yes, we have. Yeah. You got enough uh, of these packs? I think we've got more than enough. Oh, good. And they've been done with lots of love and absolutely. Fun and well, I love the fact that here, for example, Nicolene, you've written your own one. Yes, a lot of the attendees um, <coughs> wrote no, so we've uh-huh. got all different ones. That's beautiful. So they're all from the heart, you know. This is this is an initiative that comes from a real place, mm. you know. So. No, no, it's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay, who else is here? Let's uh, let's say hi to everybody. Yes, sir. What's your name? Hi, I'm David Stanton. I'm from Nickinan Run. Hey, David. How's it? Yeah, good. You you're out there on the road also saving people's lives. Well, on some days, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Stressful job, busy job. It has its moments. What did I say? Hours and hours of absolute boredom uh, with a couple of moments of sheer terror. So it must be quite nice then to spend a bit of time with, uh, with the people's headway and get some, some love and respect and thank yous out of that. It's always good to interact with patients afterwards um, right. when, there's, when there's good outcomes, when there's average outcomes. Um, it's nice to be part of the human community, but paramedics sometimes exclude themselves from the world. So uh, yeah. interacting with patients just brings it back home a little bit. Uh, and this is a question for you and Sean, uh, David. What, what is it like to – because I would imagine that you have to remove yourself sometimes from these situations and be a little objective and a bit detached um, because otherwise you can very easily become emotional and uh, you know, then you're no good. You're not particularly effective. Is that an easy thing to do? No, it's incredibly hard. Um, we see the average lifespan of paramedics in South Africa is five to ten years. You and mean they, as a paramedic? As a paramedic. Not like lifespan total. <laughs> that would be horrible. <laughs> First of all, you can't really do anything at five years old. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's at five to ten years of their, their professional sure. careers in most cases, and it's just down to dealing with the situations that they're dealing with all the time. Um, it is incredibly hard. I mean, the, the training that we put paramedics through teaches them how to do that. Mm. Um, 
sometimes we've maybe missed the boat on teaching them how to deal with the effects of that as well as we could. And that's, there's a lot of initiatives coming out at the moment in just dealing with sort of self-care for paramedics. Yeah. Um, because we, we do quite a good job of teaching them to do their jobs and do it really well. Yeah. And uh, I think we have a really good set of paramedics. And it takes a lot of training and a lot of skill to be able to do this job. It is. So on average, the paramedic will have spent in total time maybe a little bit more than a doctor would in their basic training on emergency care. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do have some of the, the best trained paramedics in the world from an yeah. amount of training they get perspective as well as the exposure they get. How can people, um, and again, Sean, if you want to jump in on this, you're welcome. How can people help the paramedics? Because I often see people not getting out of the way when there's an ambulance. I, and sometimes people are just in their own world. They're not really paying attention. But how can people do more in order to make it easier for you to do your job? I know that there are things that the public are doing that irritate you that you can never really address. So go ahead, shit on us right now. I think it's more around just taking simple uh, common sense steps, like staying away from an accident scene rather than heading towards it. You don't need our help. You don't need extra eyeballs watching you do your work. Yeah, absolutely. And from our perspective, we are responsible for making sure everyone's safe, not just the patient. So if you're on the scene just watching, you're also part of our concern. You could also get hurt by something because flying. Because there's moving traffic or there's, uh, there's something burning or there's something yeah. that could explode. And or. we're using hydraulic tools. Mm-hmm. We're using high-pressure hoses. All of these sorts of things also have some risk. And the firefighters know about that risk and they wear protective equipment for it. But bystanders often get too close to these sort of, these machines without knowing the risks of it. So the less people we have around the scene, the safer everyone All right, is. So don't be a spectator. If you If you aren't going to be particularly helpful, and most people aren't, then just leave it to the professionals. Second thing, I suppose, has to do with whether or not people should stop if they see something in the in the first place. Is it helpful? Um, can can an ordinary member of the public do anything useful in the situation where they are right there and then when an accident takes place? It's very difficult to give an overall universal rule on that. It depends really what's happened. If we're talking about a car accident, probably not. It's probably more dangerous for you and the person in the car if you stop there and create a bigger hazard. What is really useful is to phone for help and give really good directions and give us a good understanding of where you are because that's often our biggest problem is just finding the scene. So if you can tell us I'm at a corner of this road and this road, that is very helpful for us to find the scene and get there quickly. Stopping on the scene, there's going to be very little that you can do for that patient in the car. The obvious exception to that is someone who goes into cardiac arrest. Mm -hmm. If you're in the shopping center or you're walking down the street and someone collapses and they don't seem to be moving and they don't seem to be breathing, starting CPR immediately is the best thing you can do for that patient. I don't know. I, I might just keep walking. Uh, no, Nicolene, <laughs> you, do you really need to be involved? You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, no, I hear you. Are you going to try and help? I will. You will. You see, yes. you're a better person than me. <laughs> what about the information people can keep on them to, to help you? Like, let's say, for example, they have an allergy or they have a certain blood type that, that you, you might not assume uh, maybe they've got some kind of medical condition that they need to warn you about. How How is it most useful for you if you arrive on a scene to figure out this stuff? There's a couple of different products that have been put out there, but there's also really simple ways, like just keeping a, a piece of cardboard in your wallet with the details of what medications you're on or what medical history you have, who we can contact to get the information from. Um, we even struggle with getting simple things like a name and a telephone number for a patient sometimes. 
it's good. There's also options of keeping it on your cell phone, and uh, a lot of has been said about how to store those numbers or how to store information on your phone. I know I've noticed one or two patients have kept a slip with this information in the back of their cell phone covers, which is also a really clever way of that doing helps. it. Yeah, absolutely. That helps. So, Nicolene, I mean, yes. since we've got um, two paramedics here, I'm, yes. I, I loved your note. I thought maybe you'd just like to invite the rest of, of the, the, the EMS community to come through to Headway today in your own words and tell us why you guys are doing this at Headway. Thank you. Um, well, I would like to, to invite all EMS personnel to come through to Headway today. Um, this is the fourth year, I think, mm-hmm. <laughs> that Headway will be having um, – a day where we say thank you to all of you for the wonderful work that you do. And if we can just spend time, have a chat, we're having Budavos rolls, we've nice. got drinks, come past, we've got music, have a bit of a chat. And, you know, there's a lot of attendees there. It will do, and people who have, um, different brain injuries than I do. And for them also, it will mean a lot if the paramedics can come past and they can speak to, what are the chances of speaking to the paramedics that help them? Yeah. But if they can just speak to paramedics and just express that thank, you yeah. know, thankfulness, then yeah. that also means a lot to the attendees. So it will be mutually beneficial Damn right. for both parties if they can come yeah. past. So you're not in a relationship? Mm-mm. Just checking. <laughs> focusing on you. How's, how's that focusing on you going? Um, it's going okay. How's I was, work? Um, ugh. Go on, talk to me. No, we, we, we always level with each last other. Last time on. I was, yeah, I was telling you that, um, um, we were going to go to Lesito Land. Yeah, and I remember. Everything. I landed up in hospital after that. We worked to the bone, 14 hour days. It was terrible. We resigned. I just oh couldn't, God. couldn't do it anymore. Couldn't work for that woman. That so, evil woman. Yeah. I remember her. Yeah, you told me about her, bitch. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, now I'm back at square one. I'm just, All right. you know. But Figuring uh, things out. Yeah, but I've, you know what? One thing my accident has learned, and I'm sure you've seen that, is that mm. I never give up. No, that's, I so. love, that's what I love about you is tenaciousness there. <laughs> Who else have we got out there, Sia? Who else do we need to talk to? Come on. Let's, uh, let's get to see everybody. Hi, Gareth. Hey, hey. How are you? <laughs> Fine, and you? Good. How's Headway going? Are yeah. you guys managing? Headway is great. We are, are flourishing. I'm very <laughs> um, pleased. Yes, Good. I've um, gone full time on fundraising now. So, um, yeah, we're really excited about Mandela Day. Um, Nicolene's given you a bit of the information about Mandela Day, but I just want to add to it that as well as the paramedics, we are also opening it up to the, the firemen and the policemen because oh, as the EMS okay. staff, mm-hmm. um, they're also very important. You know, with sure. accident scenes and that, I think the paramedics will agree with me that they also play quite an important role because a lot of the firemen are trained as paramedics um, and then the, the firemen sometimes the first and usually the first on the scene of, of a very big accident yes and very I, often I, are right yeah absolutely and right. they will often arrive as a whole team of paramedics firefighters and police yeah yes because yeah. they they work very closely together um it's just so sad you know this year i've been i always phone around you know and i invite all the services and it's so sad this year that um, the guys have been telling me, and I'm talking about stations sort of in the area, sorry, we don't have a fire truck, <laughs> so we can't come by. Um, I'm really sad about that. So um, it's it's scary, actually, and I think… Well, how yeah. are we going to manage without those guys? Yeah. So… It's sort of essential. 
Yeah, yeah. It's kind it, of a big deal. It is a big deal, yeah. So. All right, but but yeah. also, I anyway. mean, this is an opportunity too for us to just give out your email address if people yes. want to help with with headway because. Um, you, you're always looking for funding. You, you're, yes. you're, you're doing good work. None of you are doing this for profit. You're, you're trying to help people. Um, you, you've helped so many. I've seen it with my own eyes. I've met a number of, of people who've been like Nicolene through the headway system, through mm-hmm. the family. They've got the support that they needed. They continue to be active members, um, but you always need some funding. And I mean, who doesn't these days, right? Absolutely. So, so first us. of all, I just wanted to say thank you to you, Gareth, always for your support and your team support. And thank you to the generous donors who um, are supporting us, who always do support us. But we can always do with extra funds. So if people would like to get involved with Headway, they can email me. It's fundraising at headwayhouting.co.za. There we go. Um, and I will give them then more information about how you can get involved with Headway. By the way, we're planning an event for the end of the year for you, but we're not going to say anything about that yet until, oh, we're, wow. until we're ready. No, we want to we want to do a little fundraiser too. So that's be awesome. Happening. Thank you so much. Yeah. Cool. All right. Very good. <laughs> okay. Thanks. All Gareth. right. Very nice. Okay. It's all happening at Headway today. Sia's going to pop by later. He Yay. said he's you know coming and he, just don't uh, just keep him away from the Boerewolf strolls because of course he's a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> I know what to do. We, with we have vegetarian. No? Oh, you have the ve- vegetarian <laughs> option. To you. Very good. Okay, Headway Heroes is the hashtag. It's one word, Headway Heroes. And uh, Nicolene, always lovely to see you and catch up with you. And you. Yes, you I'm very. Take care of yourself. Thank you. And you, uh, please, no more hospital visits, no more okay. accidents, none of that <laughs> stuff, please. And Sean, a pleasure to meet you as well. Nice to meet you too. Thanks Thank for you having so us. Much. Awesome stuff. So, Headway doing their bit to honor their heroes today. And if you want to be part of that for Mandela Day, then you know how to get involved. Um, you can either email them, or if you'd like to go today and be a part of uh, of what they're doing as an EMS first responder, then you are welcome to go along to their two branches, Headway Hyde Park and Headway Soweto, between 11 and 2 o'clock today, Mandela Day. They're looking forward to meeting you there. Uh, happy Mandela Day, everybody. We will see you tomorrow between 6 and 9. Uh, have an excellent day in the company of cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.